0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk today. I'm here to do another film review. This one's going to be for Pet Cemetery, the 2019, I guess, remake you could call this one. Um, and yeah, it's a pretty good film. It's uh, it's a film that will... How do I sort of say this? It's got a lot of things similar to us, but I think that this answers... Um, their own questions better it still leaves you kind of with your own interpretation in a way but gives you a bit more clarity in some of the answers um i actually prefer the mystery more of uh pet cemetery instead of what us does i'm not trying to compare the two too much but like they try to go for some similar things and i think ultimately the uh, pet cemetery does what it sets out to do better um, but again, with us, it's more a case of, like, what did you interpret as the answer in the end, and that sort of stuff. Um, I think in terms of things that horror films need to get right, uh, Pet Cemetery does, uh, a very, very good job. Um, and it also does, I, I spoke this week on The Walking Dead podcast and said about some of the zombie tropes that the episode used, uh, but they actually did them quite well. Uh, this Pet Cemetery does use a lot of horror tropes in in certain ways, but... Um, also does pull them off fairly well, and actually pulls them off better than what your typical, I guess, B-movie slasher will kind of do. Um, it has some, like, slasher elements in there, it has obviously just general horror, horror, uh, general sort of horror, um, elements in there. But I think that the way that they do them is a lot better than your normal kind of film, um... I think the... A lot of the first half of this was like, okay, where is this going? It's starting to lose me a bit. And... uh I think the second half, like, saves the film. And almost like... Well, the, the second half of this film is entirely better. And uh gives you a bit of, like, you know... Um sort of satisfies the confusion and the mystery for the first half but the mystery of the first half of this film kind of does get resolved in a nice enough way to where they don't like push the answer in your face they give you an answer and it's up to you to decide like okay how sort of believable is that and obviously there's more like uh there's some supernatural stuff that happens in this obviously um there's also the... I won't spoil what happens with the cat, but obviously the cat is an element in this as well. Um, the way that they sort of use the the horror side of the cat and with the animals and stuff and that sort of thing. I think that they do a good job of with that as well. And the way they tie that back into the family and everything I think is done really, really well. Um, this, also is, this film also tries to send you like some messages about just grief loss horror uh like moving on moving moving on from the past and trying to get away from certain things and i would say it uh try to send a message of revenge but with a bit of a question mark next to it if you kind of get what i mean it doesn't flat out say like this is a message about like revenge it sort of says like okay is revenge like always a good idea and it it kind of ties revenge into moving on from the past because obviously revenge is to do with moving on with the past as well because you if you want revenge for something like if somebody died and you want revenge for a particular thing part part of what ties that in is moving on from the past And I think they do a good job there there is a lot of like if you do stick with the first half of this film and you get through some of the some of the just disc- confusing horror sort of imagery and messages that the film tries to send to you um you'll be well i felt rewarded in the second half because things get a little bit simpler in the second half while still being sort of supernatural uh in a way um and i think that they do a great job with that as well um see i think oddly i think what us doesn't do well pet cemetery does well but what Pet Cemetery doesn't do quite so well, so like with horror imagery, Us does very well. So it's almost like if you mesh them together, you've got like a really, really good horror film. Because um, the, immediately the first thing I sort of thought of when I walked out was like, how does this kind of compare to Us? And it's it's difficult for me not to compare it to that because it's the most recent horror film I've I've seen and stuff. Um, but I think ultimately, in terms of mystery and confusion and answers, Pet Cemetery does a better job. But in terms of some more <sighs> because this goes for more like horror imagery whereas some of the imagery in us is a bit more like psychological horror there is some psychological horror imagery in this but i feel like it's more flat out horror and like more sort of graveyard horror type of stuff obviously given the fact that this is called pet cemetery there is a a graveyard and stuff i don't really think that's a spoiler in fact it's probably in a lot of the posters out there um I think the mystery of, because uh, one of the pictures I'm going to be using, the picture I'm going to be using for the thumbnail is uh, the kids or the people, I suppose, that are walking through the forest with shovels and with wheelbarrows, w- wheelbarrows and um, with, uh, what's it called, with um, like masks and all that. They answer that to a good enough extent where it's like, by, by the end of the film, I, I understood sort of what that was about. But that also isn't one of the bigger mysteries. I thought it was kind of going to be, but then they they almost don't like go to it too much. So I thought they did a they did a good enough good enough job with that as to where uh it was in the film that the percentage that that was in the film was was answered to, to the percentage that I was happy with. If you if you go, I mean, um. But yeah, ultimately I also mean I like Pet Sematary, I like both Pet Sematary and us, but they're both good at different things. Um, like I said, if you put them together, they make an even better horror film, so take that for what you will. Uh, that's about all I can really say spoiler free, uh, but if you like, I guess if you like horror films, then you should go and see this. If you like um, horror films with mystery, and I like stuff with mystery as well, it doesn't have to be horror necessarily uh if you like mystery and answers that are to me more satisfying in this that are in us um then I would say go see this um and yeah, if you just like horror films and you wanna uh, you and you want uh horror tropes that are done better than they usually are, then you'll probably like this as well or i did at least on that side so um yeah that would that was done pretty well so um yeah, and the film also surprised me in, in certain ways, which I will talk about a bit more in the spoiler section to do with some of the characters. So, um, yeah, that's all the spoiler-free stuff I can really say about this, unfortunately. Um, but I'm going to do take a break here, do a bit of housekeeping, let you know what else we've been covering here on Entertainment Talk. And then I will go into spoilers. This is your first warning. I will give you a second warning after I finish housekeeping, and then I'll go into my final spoiler warning. But let's jump into that. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you would like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody if you would like to get the ad free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, speaking of other horror stuff, uh, The Walking Dead finished for both its ninth season on the TV show and for its uh, Telltale video game series uh that that's the telltale video game uh episodic series with clementine and everything f- finished uh, recently and i did a let's play for the final episode and because the video version got a little bit messed up i released it also as an audio podcast if you will uh those are both on the walking dead uk feed uh speaking of other walking dead stuff i went to um The Walker Stalker Convention, which is the Walking Dead convention thing. Uh, I went on Sunday and I did a podcast talking about my experience there. I also talked about it a little bit in the season finale podcast for Walking Dead. But uh, if you want the full sort of thing, uh, that's in there as well. That's also on the Walking Dead UK feed. So those three episodes, the season finale, the Walking Dead convention podcast, and the audio version of the final episode of the video game, are all on the walking dead feed so you can look out for those as well star trek discovery is still continuing for season two that will be continuing tomorrow uh random gaming talk me and robert are still doing that obviously uh this week we talked about cyberpunk uh some online gaming stuff some digital digital sales stuff and and all those sorts of things so you can check that out as well um the flash i believe has its uh 15th episode for season five today so me and robert will be doing a catch-up podcast later today for that uh, I believe it's episode fifteen this week, so we we should be doing that later. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Game of Thrones starts next week, obviously, probably the biggest TV event of this year, or the biggest TV event probably since like the Breaking Bad season finale. You can, if you have other ideas as to what else is big in TV, then you can let me know. Obviously, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, reviewing we're reviewing Westeros will be returning next week for its uh, final season because obviously it'll be the final season for the podcast as well. Uh, but yeah, six episodes. Uh, well, seven for us, because we'll be doing the preview podcast, and then, uh, six episodes for the season, and we'll be covering that as well, so look out for Game of Thrones, look look out for our, our reviews, uh, search for them on iTunes, all that, all that sort of stuff, that helps us out as well, uh, else also, we've been doing, uh, Black Lightning finished for season two, that's the other DC side of things, Legends of Tomorrow is returning soon, so we'll be having podcasts for those, and, uh, yeah, that's roughly what we've got going on, oh yeah, uh, the other thing is, uh, I did a discussion episode piece about bad AAA video games and why you shouldn't accept them. Because they're bad and they come from companies with a lot of money. But there's more to that topic. I saved it all for that episode. Uh, so you can go and listen to that as well. Um, but yeah, there's positive, there's positive things to take from that message as well. Because there is good AAA games out there and you should play those instead. But the podcast is out there for you to discover as well. And that's entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have not seen the 2019 version of Pet cemetery uh, Although I don't know how similar this is to the 1991 so if you've seen that you might still have similar stuff but if they've changed stuff or killed different characters or whatever or whatever happens uh, then I guess check out the 2019 version as well uh, I think it was 1990 when they did the first Pet Cemetery film um, but based off the book obviously but if you haven't seen the 2019 edition or the version or remake of Pet cemetery, uh you should leave now uh, pause the podcast go and check out all the other stuff that we've done if you're on if you're on the website click on the home page check out other things that we've done and uh, yeah you can go and enjoy the other content as well and then go and see pet cemetery come back to this point in the podcast and enjoy the rest of it this is your final spoiler warning and i'm gonna jump into spoilers right now um so i actually think because uh, i had to i had a, a change of thought as as the uh the final scenes were happening because obviously you have got the daughter that gets put in the the graveyard thing and she comes back because the same thing happened with the cat um and we saw how that worked out the cat wasn't itself it was this like dead violent version as i suppose you could say um and uh what's his name we got the character here uh Judd, played by uh John Lithgow. I've seen him in some other things as well I did recognize him uh, so that's kind of cool as well. But yeah, when, because um, obviously the daughter dies with the really tragic accident, the uh, Ellie. So I think she's listed as here. There's two different names listed. Uh, I think some of those are for flashbacks or something. Um, but you've got the main four listed here. Um, you've got, you've actually got Cage, Greed, who I think is maybe the son. You've got um, Lewis, uh, Cre- yeah, Creed, sorry, not Greed. Uh, Lewis Creed who's the dad uh, Judd who is the neighbour that they meet Rachel who's the mum And then Ellie which is the daughter And then you got some other characters as well Uh, Let me scroll through the characters quickly Some of them have not got pictures on So it's hard for me to recognise But um, I'm assuming that uh, What's it? That Cage is the um, Gage, sorry Gage Creed There's too many G's and C's here Um, I'm assuming he's the son that like, I suppose had the least development Although... He's got quite something to deal with at the end. Because all of his family basically dies. And uh, including Judd. Even though Judd's not part of the family. He does get killed obviously. Um, but yeah. It's kind of one of them things where like. You know the daughter dies. She gets hit by the the back end of the truck. That falls off that happens to hit her. Not really unlucky. So um, yeah that hits her. And then obviously Lewis goes over and sees her. And because uh, you kind of think like. Did she get flattened or like where where is she? Like where is her body and stuff? And obviously she got basically basically knocked to the side sort of thing. Um, I would have thought that a big like back end of the truck kind of thing would have crushed her. But anyway. um, So she gets put in there and then like she comes back. And uh, what's it? The dad's like combing her hair and bathing her and stuff. And you can see like her eyes are sort of not level. And her face is all different. And all like you know dead looking basically um and uh yeah he sees like the stitches in the back of her head and stuff and he sort of realizes like okay i know this isn't my daughter already this is like a a different version um but he chooses to just like go along with it and stuff and obviously you have kind of the twist moment where um what's it where she um two kind of creepy scenes that connect together where she's like laying in the bed and Uh, she's like oh daddy will you stay with me and being all this sort of like creepy child and that obviously because it's the 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 dead version of her um or the dead resurrect whatever you want to call her the that version of her and then like her dad goes to lay down next to her and she's like staring into his eyes but like from his shoulder sort of thing um so I found that pretty creepy and at that point um because the audience was actually making some noise as well during like certain scenes obviously like gasps and all that sort of stuff but when the dad like from when the dad laid down to when she kind of ran off which was the next morning uh all of the audience was like completely silent because we're like what is this little girl gonna do she's like staring at her dad and saying oh will, will you stay with me This like really creepy sort of stuff um reminded me of certain scenes in in paranormal activity where uh I think it was her name, Katie from the first one when she got like possessed or whatever and then uh she says to the husband, like, will you stay with me? It's kinda that creepy thing where like the other character knows that something is wrong with the more evil version of the character, depending on who you're talking about in in whichever film. Like that the character's clearly been possessed or something has changed and um it's a cool way to be like okay you're you're all right in this moment but like something's off with this character and you need to do something about it and obviously she wakes up before him goes downstairs and then he has this kind of moment this last moment really of like she's dancing and like she's doing all the ballerina twelves and all that sort of stuff i'm sure there's specific names but it's ballerina dancing um she's doing all that but she's in like the dirty dress and stuff and even though her hair's a bit cleaner, cause he like washed it and like before and stuff, um, She's still got the same like dead look and all that. And like he comes down and then he, you see him have that look of like sort of just uh, choke up, sort of emotion. And then you don't see her straight away. You see that the music's on, um, so you don't know exactly what she's doing. And she seems kind of normal for a minute, and then she starts knocking stuff over and throwing stuff. And that was like kind of the major turning point. Of this film, and I quite liked that they did that as a last sort of thing, because it was like, Lewis knew, uh, or Louis, uh, knew that, um, he shouldn't have done this thing, and, uh, like, was it the night before or something, or the night after, Judd sort of looks at him, and he's like, you know, don't, like, go and do this, like, even though we did this with the cat, and it's a cat, and whatever, um don't do this and he goes to do it and it's kind of that point of like that message of moving on as well sort of like what rachel has with uh i think it was her sister or something the the one with the, like the bent spine and stuff so it's an interesting way to say like okay even though in the real world you can't bring their people back even though they're not being brought back they're being brought back as like evil versions of themselves because of this whole cemetery thing um It is a bit of a message of, like, try to move... These these characters haven't moved on from the past in the bestest of ways. But I suppose it's different with Rachel because, like, she doesn't try to bring her sister back. We don't really see what happens to... I I assume she died and got buried or something. One of the things that, like, threw me off a bit was when Rachel... Was she really left on her own in the house with with her sister or whatever it was? With, um... Yeah, with her sister? Cause they they show like a few they don't go into that backstory quite so much. Cause we understand like oh she had the the bent spine and she was giving her dinners each day and um her sister would turn and be like say Rachel in the, a really creepy voice. But uh, as as more of those scenes were coming on uh, or sort of happening, I was still thinking like where is like Rachel's parents and stuff or people that? Cause even if her parents had died, which I don't remember them explaining that it was like okay where is anybody else surely this little girl hasn't been left to deal with um her clearly sort of damaged or whatever um mentally ill kind of sister and stuff um or whatever whatever ways of uh, however you however you describe her sister and stuff um and I don't think it was yeah that 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 just kind of all threw me off and I didn't connect with that quite so much but they didn't really dive into that as much as they sort of could have um and I suppose at the end with the family all basically being dead versions other than the 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 brother you don't really need to address that again really I I don't know it it, that that was sort of one of the slightly worse parts of the of the film for me it was a cool little imagery sort of scary type thing but other than that I was much more connected to like Ellie and the dad and uh Judd's involvement and stuff um I said earlier about one of uh, the film's sort of surprises Which is when you first meet Jard And he's a little bit creepy But he doesn't do anything bad um, Like he gives off a fairly good first impression But it's like okay is, these old, is He's this old man out in the middle of the woods what's, what's his deal and stuff And you're kind of questioning him But then he gets invited for dinner And he's clearly okay to, to come in and stuff um, So I thought he was actually surprising Cool addition And turned out to be Well more of a good guy than Basically anybody else In this film uh, so I thought he was kind of a nice, a nice sort of cool addition, um, because you, you, I mean, kind of a tropey thing for them to have done would have been, like, to get too attached to, like, the cat and maybe the daughter or something and try and kidnap the daughter or the son or something, and then you'd have this situation where Lewis, uh, and Rachel would be going after Judd, but that wasn't the road that they went down, so, uh, again, all of this is, I think, is based off a book, so they do have an original story they have to tell, but, I mean, the story came from somewhere, so, um, but, yeah, overall, I'm I'm pretty happy with, with what they decided to do with this. Uh, I don't know if I need a pet cemetery to... Uh, and I also don't know what you'd do with it. Because, essentially, at the end, you have... Um, Judd has died. We see him get, I guess, resurrected. Uh, we see him get sort of left alone. Um, but you've basically got the three of them. Rachel, Ellie, and Lewis. Um... And then they go over to the car and then knock on the window of the, 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 the car door. And the son's sitting in there. And then we just sort of cut to black. Uh, I don't know how much more of a resolution I need of that. But where, where would the characters sort of go from there? Um, like what what would this son do? Would they just kill him and then he becomes part of the family? Um, I mean I guess the only, one of the things I'm curious to see is like. Okay, what happens when Lewis's work and Rachel's work and Ellie's school asks about them, and then they show up, and then they look all dead and whatnot? And I mean, where where do the characters go from there? So the end of the story to me is like this family sort of paid from, uh, paid kind of from grief and from um not moving on from the past. I think is the is the biggest message because I mean, if if, because uh, you could have got away with, like, okay, resurrecting the cat and then maybe the cat, you just ignore it somehow or something. But it's because, um like, obviously Ellie dies through more tragic circumstances. But, like, if the dad hadn't brought her back, everything would have been fine, I'm pretty sure. Because uh, there wouldn't have been, because, like, Ellie comes back and, you know, kills her mom and then she kills the dad and then it goes from there um so i guess that's the message they're sort of trying to send as well so um but overall i'm pretty happy with it i don't necessarily need a pet cemetery too but if they do decide to to make one or something um i would be curious to see what they would do but it's not something i need answered immediately necessarily so because i get what they were kind of going for so or, or at least my interpretation I, I get what they were going for so um but yeah I think that's that's all for my review for Pet Cemetery. uh the next film review will probably be uh Avengers Game because even though Shazam and uh what's the other one Hell Hellboy the, the new Hellboy is coming out I don't have immediate interest to want to go and see them uh, especially more with... Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and see that Joker film. Because I saw the, the trailer yesterday. That looks pretty good. But that's like disconnected. And it actually looks pretty good. I'm just more curious as to like... Okay, if I go and see Shazam. And then they just reboot the DCEU in like two years or something. what Then what was what was the point of Shazam and Aquaman and all this lot. So, I don't know. I'm kind of waiting for the DCEU to sort of fix itself a little bit. But in terms of me choosing which of those films to go and see. It's going to be more... Um, like when the Batman comes out, when I think it's called the Batman, isn't it the the Matt Reeves one? Uh, when the new Wonder Woman comes out, I'll go and see those because I'm actually just gen generally, genuinely more interested in those characters. Um, I mean I like the Flash as well, but God knows what that film's going to end up being like. It's changed directors so many times I've actually lost count. It's changed writers so many times I've lost count. I've heard the Ezra, Ezra is it Ezra Miller? Um he's like writing the script to be able to try and stay in or something and if that doesn't work out they're gonna recast him so like i <laughs> yeah whatever uh i'll go and see avengers endgame and then go through to uh to phase four is it or phase five i can't remember which phase at the end of uh, they're there at the end of uh but that's it for pet cemetery thank you all very much for listening to this podcast if you've got any spoiler thoughts any spoiler free thoughts uh either Matthew and Entertainment, Talk e-talk UK. Uh, There's the contact page as well And there's also the information in your show notes Thank you all very much for listening Uh, If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk There's patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice Amazon Affiliate Link, that's where you can drop on Amazon We'll get a small cut of what you spend But it won't cost you anything extra iTunes feeds, please rate, review, subscribe to those as well And uh, yeah word of mouth the best way the way that I'd recommend to support us tell your friends tell your family if people going to go and see Pet Cemetery this weekend or if they're going to see us this weekend or whatever they're going to see this weekend if we've covered it uh, let them know before they leave work on Friday presumably. Uh, about the website and the iTunes feeds And they can come and discover the uh, the podcast as well um, Or the, the iTunes feeds what, However they want to consume the podcast That's fine as well uh, But you can also directly share And retweet the post from Facebook and from Twitter I'll actually be notified as well If that happens And then I will uh, thank you on social media for doing that uh you can put them in different facebook groups if you're allowed to as well. Uh you can do that. Uh video games if you want to watch re- if you want to watch me, Robert or David play different video games. Me and David have got twitch streaming channels. Robert's got one on mixer. And I'll see you for the end game. <laughs> in 21 days it's the 25th it comes out over here on the Thursday, so I'm definitely hoping to go on that Thursday because that's going to be a film where like if you don't see it within like the first couple of days or by Monday, you might get spoiled uh, unless you're really careful. So I don't know, but I'm hoping to see it on the day it comes out. Avoid all the spoilers and get get the also get the review out there straight away. That will really help with uh, something as big as Endgame. But I'll see you all for the Endgame and see what the hell happens <laughs> with all that. Uh, thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.